0: Hello Woodworms, you're listening to Ray Defterius and this is the Hand Tool Book Review, the show for woodworkers who also like to read about woodworking. Are you wondering what books you should be reading to improve your hand tool use? Would you like to hear what I've enjoyed about the books I've read and which ones I think you should avoid? Well that's the purpose of this podcast so I hope you'll find it worth your time to listen. There's no specific book for today's episode What I wanted to cover here was just a bit of background into a few things. Firstly, why I was motivated to start the podcast. Secondly, who am I and what makes me qualified to give advice on hand tool books. And finally, how I intend to evaluate and rank all the books that I'm going to be reviewing over the next episodes. At this point, I'm also going to point out that all of the books I review have been purchased via normal retail channels, List prices, I'm not sponsored, I'm not endorsed, I'm not affiliated, I've got no relationship with publishers of hand tool books in any shape or form. What follows is my frank evaluation of them. In some cases, this is going to differ quite dramatically from the prevailing opinions on the books. So why did I start this podcast? Well, about two years ago, I dived into hand tools in a big way. At first, this was intended to become my primary way of doing woodwork. But after a few months, this changed to become, well, essentially the only way I do woodworking. Sure, I've still got an electric drill, I don't always use the egg beater, and I've got an electric grinder for sharpening, but that's the sum total of the tools left in my shop. Well, okay, there's probably a few box tools in the garage, I'm still trying to get rid of some of those, but uh, for anyone who's ever tried to sell a second hand router, you know the things are basically valueless. So why did I start hand tools? After all, for the last two decades, any DIY around the house or ventures into woodworking involved murdering electrons at a prodigious rate. In fact, just before I jumped into hand tools, I invested 15,000 Rand, which is a thousand dollars, on a big saw. The main reason is that two of my three kids are inquisitive little boys, they're seven and nine, and I was getting increasingly worried that they would hack the combination lock to the shop and wreak all kinds of havoc one afternoon while I was at work the tools i can replace but the kids are pretty important benjamin my nine year old whose nickname is now fingers was the main reason for this decision i found him examining a router one afternoon told him to put it down turned my back found him with a chisel turned my back found him playing with the saw then a plane uh, on and on and on basically just trying to get his hands onto the most dangerous and interesting things in the in the shop so that was the beginning of the journey but uh, i think as many of you know once you start with it there's no turning back You can get an incredible amount of precision out of a handsaw, a well-tuned back saw is a joy to use, and even a simple chisel becomes amazingly effective once you know how to use it properly. But one of the things that was really frustrating for me on this journey was the difficulty I had in accessing the knowledge I need. Don't get me wrong, YouTube is full of stuff and it's great, but I wanted a more tactile experience or to have a reference that I could leave open on the workbench while I worked through a process or project. I love reading, and I thought it'd be easy to find reviews and booklist suggestions on the net, but it actually turned out to be quite difficult. In the main, the book suggestions are biased towards power tool use, and they assume that you're going to want to work with a big bunch of machines. Machines that I've got no inclination to own again. There are also books about hard woodworking, and in many ways, those are even more frustrating, because they're going to assume that you're going to use power tools for parts of the process, which is going to either create a disjointed experience or leave you wondering how to do a part of the project. As an example, I'll take Mark Spagnola's book, Essential Joinery. Here's the blurb. Whether it's a kitchen cabinet or an 18th century high boy, the foundation for all types of woodworking can be boiled down to just a handful of essential joinery skills. Once learned, these joinery methods can be used to create almost anything that the woodworker's mind can imagine. From the w- Workshop of the Wood Whisperer, the popular YouTube host and best-selling author Mark Spagnola teaches his preferred time-tested methods for creating these joints. Rather than working solely by hand or machine, Spagnola teaches woodworkers how to choose the joinery methods that make the most sense for the task at hand, and in his easygoing and accessible style that promotes comfort and confidence, he provides several styles and methods for creating each joint. With essential joinery, beginners and pros alike will learn to hone the joinery skills that will take their woodworking to the next level. Sounds fantastic, doesn't it? And I thought, wow, that's really great. A book that covers both power and hand tool techniques. But sadly, the book failed to get down into the nitty gritty of what I really needed to learn. So I have a great book on my shelf. sitting at a five-star rating on Amazon at the time of this podcast. It's a beautiful step-by-step descriptions and great photography. And by, by a great and knowledgeable guy. Mark is really one of the most amazing internet personalities. And if there's one podcast you should listen to, it's him. With Matt and Shannon on Wood Talk... I think his podcast must be the go-to podcast in almost every shop. And yet I found that the book was of limited help to me in terms of improving my skills. And I think that ultimately the problem lies with me, not the author. When I went into the book, let's take the section on uh, mortise and tenon joints as an example. There's probably 20 or 30 pages there. There were two or three that, that really spoke to me. And what I found was, as I started skimming through the sections for power tools, um, I probably missed some nuggets and some, some really good stuff in there, so the the book didn't grab me or engage me in the way that I wanted. What I wanted as a hand tool woodworker, and a new hand tool woodworker at that, was to be steered towards books that would help me develop knowledge. Maybe that was a bit of history about how the tools were used in the olden days, some techniques, understanding of uh, what to do with the tools, and, and, and really what some of them were used for. I mean, There's a crazy selection of tools out there and they're not always obvious when you just see one on eBay as to what you should be doing with it. But I also really enjoyed books like The Joiner and Cabinet Maker*, which took me back to a time where hand tools were the only tools. And as I discovered when reading Peter Korn and Gary Rogowski, quite often what I wanted to understand is what woodworking would do to me, what working with hand tools will do to me as a person, how the wood works on me as I work on the wood. So that's where I ended up where I am today, starting this podcast. In the last 18 months to two years, I've been through 62 books about hand tools and I wanted to share with you what I thought about them, which ones I'd recommend you read and some suggested orders or alternates. I'm going to try and stick to a weekly schedule. Well, let's call it an almost weekly schedule, because I'm planning on doing three reviews a month. So one every week, but taking the last week off to do a bit of reading and to start some prep for future episodes. But just like a good joint, we'll see how that goes, and trim it and adjust it if necessary. Originally I thought about putting out a a podcast of 52 books in 52 weeks, you know, a big year kind of thing for hand tool woodworking, but I think that realistically, getting through 20 books in a year is a big ask, so I'm going to chunk the podcast into seasons of 20 books at a time. There'll be a logical order for the first 3 seasons or so, after that I'll be going through whatever I'm interested in. In season one, I'm going to try and focus quite a bit on books about tools, workbenches, smattering of woodworking philosophy thrown in, and I'll be choosing books that I wish I'd read earlier in my career. There'll also be a book on finishing, but I'm going to leave topics like turning, carving, and design for later seasons. So who am I and why should you listen to me? What makes me qualified to give advice on hand-tool books? Well first, who am I? I'm a South African, I live in Johannesburg, a pretty friendly place for woodworkers with no ocean or serious humidity to speak of. The winters are mild here, we seldom get below 40 degrees Fahrenheit in winter and I've only seen snow twice here in my life. With a cheap air conditioner or heater in the workshop, I can woodwork all year around. As I said before, I'm married with 3 kids, a daughter of 11, two boys, 9 and 7. I'm a weekend warrior, have a day job in IT and it keeps me pretty busy. So I'm really getting home and working in the workshop to relieve stress and to create things for around the house. I'm lucky I don't have too much travel, and the local woods are pretty decent for working with. There's a lot of cheap pine, which I don't really enjoy working with, but we also have kiat, a wood that the wood database describes as exceedingly stable and related to bodoke. Oak and cherry are reasonably affordable, although walnut really stretches my budget. I've also been reading and writing my whole life. Before marriage, I'd go through 10 books a month, but that slowed down a bit with the kids. I've also published two history books and have three unpublished novels. Basically, I like reading, I have a lot of fun writing, and if I'm inspired, I can waffle on and waffle on for hours. I really enjoy history, and since school, I've kept up by buying books on whatever takes my fancy in that field. Now, with the hand tool interest, I find that I gravitate towards stories from the time when the hand tool was king. In terms of why my advice would be meaningful, the reality is maybe it wouldn't for most woodworkers. I'm certainly no Christopher Schwarz or Shannon Rogers. They're definitely better woodworkers than me. What I believe I bring to the party is the perspective of a curious newcomer. My take on books is going to be that of someone who has a basic ability to use tools and is in his first couple of years of hand tool experience. I guess that I hope to become more proficient as time goes by, but I'm primarily going to be evaluating books based on that framework. Speaking of which... I've given quite a lot of thought about how to rank books. What I've decided on is to take some of what I consider to be the classic texts and give them an 8 out of 10 ranking. That way if I do read better books later on, there will be a little bit of ceiling above what I currently consider to be the best and I'm not even going to try and rank wildly different books against each other. I can't think of any sensible way to rank a mediocre book on finishing versus a good book on the history of woodworking. As a result, all the books are going to be clumped into some categories, and a few might even be ranked differently in one or two different categories. So I envisage having a few basic buckets. For example, books about tools, books about design, about history, about finishing, etc. And within these categories, I'll pick a good book and rank it as an 8 out of 10. The podcast will be supported by a few lists on my website, and I'll keep those lists current. So over time, we'll end up with the 5 best books about tools, and the 5 best books about green woodworking, etc., Anyway, I hope that all makes sense, and I think uh, that probably about covers it for this episode. If you have any comments or suggestions, perhaps you've got a favourite book that you'd like us to share, or you're thinking of buying something and just can't make up your mind. Drop me an email at handtoolbookreview at gmail.com, and maybe I'll feature it in a future episode. If you'd like to help fund additions to the library, you can find me on Patreon. Anything you donate will go towards purchasing new books for future episodes.